0: This ain't the Chamonix, brother.
1: Oh, I mean, you said him, and then he said... No, like... I, I could be a tough pick. I could be a tough
0: pick.
2: <laughs> Bye, I'm Adam Brenneman. This, 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 this is... Next up.
3: What's up, everyone? Welcome into the Next Up podcast. I'm Adam Brenneman. We're here on campus at Villanova outside of Philadelphia
1: talking to the Villanova basketball team, fresh off a big win last night. And I brought a special guest, former national champion at Kansas, Mitch Lightfoot.
3: What's going on, everybody? Super excited to be here. Getting to interview some real special guys, especially after playing against them less than nine months ago. Today, we're sitting down with Chris Archidiakino, Justin Moore, and Eric Dixon. Let's go see what the guys are up to, man. Like was it crazy or like when uh, when you when you got hurt? Like what was it? What was that like? Like I know it was a shitty situation, but you you're playing well now, and how was coming back from that? Yeah,
2: I mean it was a lot of ups and downs. You know, what I mean, uh, of course getting hurt wasn't the best, but mm-hmm. um, just sticking with it, and having my teammates and friends and family with me, that was like pushing me. Um, that was great. And mm-hmm. then having days where like you don't want to work. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just hard, but then other days where you're pushing through it and accomplishing little milestones, so it was good.
3: Seeing uh, you guys being around him, like what, what, what was it like seeing him work through it and and putting that work?
0: Uh, to start at first, it was tough because he's our guy. We didn't want to see him go down the way he did, but his recovery ever since he's been with our trainer Dan every single day in the weight room, and we knew at some point he's gonna come back uh, the way he has, like his old self. So, um, just proud of him and all the. Work and recovery that he put in helped him get back to being the player he is now again. For sure.
1: Yeah, I would say uh, we all have those days that we don't want to come in and go to work. I think it's inspiring for us as a team where he comes in and does it in the situation that he's in. I think it makes us happy that we can come in and work and do the things that we love to do.
3: For sure. All right, now for, uh, now for a little, little bit different switch up. To redo your wardrobe, you had to give somebody your credit card on your team.
1: Mm, so, like, they had to be like
0: efficient. So I mean, they, be, I mean,
3: they can either be efficient, they can ball out. I mean,
0: I don't got ball out kind of <laughs> status. I'll st- I guess I'll start. I'll go with Slate. I think he's got a similar style to me. We're both big. Uh, we like Lulu, Lulu Lemon, So smart but man. I, I would go with Brandon Slater. I
2: would probably go either Trey or Mark, like, cause I, I they got like kind of some fancy stuff, uh-huh. like some designer, but like not too. It don't cause too much. Like Not gonna sneaky. break
3: the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. so I
2: feel like them two, they know how to balance It's
3: it. cool. I don't
1: know. I feel like Mark breaks the bank uh a lot. <laughs> too much for me. I'd probably go with probably go with Caleb. I feel like he keeps it, you know, cost efficient, simple,
2: clean. Yeah. You know,
1: can't go Smooth, wrong
3: there. What has changed the most about your game from your freshman year to now?
2: Mm. I'd probably say like leadership, like talking. I, when I wasn't really talking much when I came in as a freshman, I kind of just like played. So I think that's probably the most thing that's changed like
0: talking to the guys, to the coaches, like being more outwards to everyone. I think you can say that for all of us coming in. Uh, as a freshman, the older guys are always the ones leading. So I think everyone in this room is taking up that role really well. Um, but besides that, for me, I think. Um, my defense, uh, that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm on the floor right now versus when I got here, it was a lot harder to guard. Um, so I think that's somewhere that I improved the most over the years.
1: Yeah, I would say conditioning and pride in getting stops. I think pride in playing defense. For me, definitely in high school, like my defense was offense. You know, like if the guy had 30, I really didn't care cause I was going to get 40. That was kind of my approach to things. And I think since coming here and being around a lot of guys that can score, we have a lot of scorers, a lot of talented guys, so... Uh, taking pride, of getting stops, and being able to hold my own on that end is really important to me now.
3: Who were the guys that mentored you guys the most when you guys were young? Like, what? Who were those guys? And like, what? What was the biggest thing they taught you?
1: For me, uh, it was guys that like weren't on the team at the time, like guys from past teams. Mm-hmm. A guy named Javon Pinkston, a guy named James Bell, just coming in. Like, I thought to be like bruiser, physical enforcer, and it's like all these guys are strong. All these guys can do that like, same kind of thing. So, just trying to get the advantage mentally. And for me, I had the red shirt, so obviously I didn't learn. You know at a crazy rate but you know just them constantly talking to me and teaching me things i think just gave me a little edge mentally that i didn't necessarily have physically
3: for, sure.
0: for me i had a little bit of a head start with my brother coming here and knowing what the program was going to be like um so i think i came in with a little bit of what villanova basketball was but after that i think sadiq bay con gillespie were two guys that just they did it by example every single day in practice trying to be the hardest working and hardest playing guys every single day. So I think just modeling my everyday life as a Villanova basketball player off them is what's really helped me to succeed at this level.
2: For sure. I'd probably say um, Malik Wayans. Um, I think we were kind of really close just because, like, we both kind of hard-headed, um, got into it with, like, Coach Ryan and stuff. But, like, we both wanted to win and were, like, competitive. So he saw, like, that side of me and taught me a lot of things how to maneuver through this program.
3: With uh, like you mentioned, Coach Wright, like what what's been like the main difference you guys transitioning to Coach Neptune? I know he's 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 a different style of coach, but also he learned from Coach Wright. Like, what's what's the what's the difference been for you guys? Um, I say, um,
2: I think Coach Neptune is more like he can relate kind of to well, he's younger, so I think he can relate to like this generation of basketball players now. So. It's not where, like, sometimes Coach Wright would say things and, like, we don't know what he's really talking about. We're like, <laughs> Coach Neptune kind of kind of relate to us and give us, like, um, pinpointed things that, like, right, we know what he's talking about.
3: Definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah, I would say a lot of things are the same. I think his approach and all the things he says, all of our signs are still the same. I would say the difference is probably just, like, his uh, attitude. Like, mm-hmm. Joe said, he's younger, so just a little more energy, a little more aggressiveness, if you will. But, I mean, for the most part. Pretty similar.
0: Yeah, they both had a lot of passion. Coach Knapp's definitely fiery on the sideline. and He's been a great coach. Um, learning to be, uh, learning to be a good coach um, as an assistant here for a while. I think he's modeled a lot of his coaching after Coach Wright. So not too much is different.
3: Having played against you guys a couple times, like you guys are always so damn disciplined, and like you knew you're going to make the right play. You guys were always making the next pass, and it was so hard because being the other team, like you're like you can't get away with anything. Like any little mistake you made was going to be, you guys were taking advantage of it, and it was kind of kind of cool to see you guys last night really put that all together and get a big win. What was the what was the environment like at Xavier? Was the place was juiced?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, every time we play out there, it's sort of hostile environment, um, great atmosphere. It just makes you want to come together um, even more. Mm-hmm. you know on the road; it's just each other.
3: Is that the team. hardest environment to play in in the Big East? It's up there. I would probably say. Providence is up there. Um, fans, fans are crazy? cranes
0: Korean,
3: yeah. up there, too. What's the craziest experience you guys have had with an opposing, like, fan base? Like, said anything crazy? I know I've been on the road and people have said some real crazy stuff. Like, you look at them I'm like.
1: Uh, for me, I have to say Ohio State, my freshman year. Definitely. I wasn't playing, but, like, <laughs> Ohio State. They're saying anything to coach, right? Anything to the players.
0: Come to guys' families, <laughs> talking right. Yeah, their student section was right behind the bench yeah. too.
3: Like that's good. like whenever like you are sitting in front of their student section, like you hear everything. Yeah. Like they're like going back, yeah. talking about ex girlfriends and mm-hmm. looking up your history. Like that was the kind of thing for us. Like TCU had like Texas Christian. Like yeah. they would come at you sideways <laughs> for no reasons. How has NIL changed the landscape of college basketball? Or college athletics
0: I think the goal or one of the ways that it can help is that guys um, as a student athlete sometimes it was hard to I don't know get meals get anything the necessities you need throughout the week mm-hmm. um, but besides that I think a little bit maybe help got college guys stay in school a little bit longer while they're making money instead of trying to just make that jump into the NBA um, sometimes prematurely
3: yeah for sure
2: yeah I agree um just be able to, we put so much uh, heart and pain into this game, so. And we create a lot of money for college basketball, so I think it's good for us to get rewarded for that. I only say the one bad thing is, like, I think some guys is kind of so, only thinking about the money. So, like, they're not really as, like, respecting the for the wrong the game. reasons. Yeah, they're in it for just the money. Like, they're going to a school just for the money and not for the game of basketball, their career. So, I think that's where it could get things mixed up. But for the most part, I like that. Now
3: it's really kind of crazy. Like I think about it like with the, especially with the like one-time transfer policy, like it's really kind of unrestricted free agency. Like yeah. you, you get people that are like, oh, I can make more money here and I don't have to sit out gone. Like yeah. I think that's, we talked about this in a podcast before, like there's going like, to be a time when they have to change something because people are just chasing the bag. And sure. I mean, can you blame them? Like trying to make as much money as you can. I get it. I understand. But like it's got to it's got to change at some point
0: yeah, it's in the early stages of it so they're gonna have to figure it out
3: do you guys think there's gonna on. be more regulations put on it like there's gonna is there gonna be more or? i think we'll
0: be gone by then by that time so it won't matter for us but they're gonna yeah at some point i think they're gonna have to put re- regulations on a little bit to make it not as much like the wild wild
3: west <laughs> what uh kind of change the topic a little bit recruiting what are the craziest recruiting stories you guys had your favorite visits like obviously you guys ended up in villanova like is there anything Anything cool that happened on other visits, um, experiences in that uh, in that view?
2: Crazy experiences. Um, I, I visited Notre Dame with like a few of my teammates in high school. We went to the football game. I forgot who they played, but the atmosphere was just amazing.
3: Notre I Dame footballs, yeah, it serious. was it was lit.
2: So I really enjoyed it out there. I'm trying to think who else. That's the that's probably the best one
1: I could think of. No for reason. me, I didn't I didn't really like do a lot of visiting mm-hmm. in my recruiting period. Mm-hmm. I recruited very, I mean, I committed very early, but I mean, definitely like went to Penn State for Penn State football. Like, here <laughs> from PA, that's everything. So it was a whiteout game too. You know, they were throwing people up in the stands for the push ups. for when they scored? It's like sixty points. Yeah, <laughs> they like sixty throw ups. And I was like, okay, that's so deep, but uh, nah, yeah, I didn't have like a crazy recruiting experience.
0: Same way, Eric. Um, I always kind of had my mindset on Villanova. So I think once uh, I got the offer here, I knew I was going to come here. So I didn't really visit any other places.
3: What's the favorite moment from each of your guys' careers thus far?
0: Easy. It's got a Big East Big tournament East. Tournament, Big East tournament title and the Final Four. Getting to the Final Four.
2: Yeah, probably the Big East run. Yeah, Big East. I had Square Garden. It was,
3: the atmosphere was amazing. Talk about Madison Square Garden a little bit. That place is different. Like It's, for people that don't know, like, explain it a little bit, like, the the vibe around MSG.
2: It's just the biggest stage you could play at, to be honest. Like, it prepares you for the tournament, honestly. Like, some games, I feel like that biggest tournament is probably more exciting, more packed than some of the games we played in the tournament. So, the environment, the fans, it's loud in there. You can't hear anything. The arena's shaking um it's just a great environment to play
0: in. we're fortunate to play there a lot because we're a local team but Mm -hmm. like when you play there the lighting is all different so kind of the court is the only thing that's lit and you can't really see like the crowd at all so that's like it's like kind of like a show but um it's definitely a great environment with a bunch of history and uh we normally play well there so we love going to msg whenever we can
3: for sure for sure what uh Funniest thing Coach Neptune or Coach Wright has said to you guys, whether that be in practice, during a game? I know uh, emotions always get high during games, but like, what's what's something either Coach Neptune or Coach Wright has said that you were like, dang, Coach, you tweaking?
2: Hmm. (laughs) He cursed me out a few times. I ain't going to say what he said, but it kind of just like, he cursed me out. And I kind of like, if you curse me out, I tell you, as like some kind of disrespect. So like, I kind of just laughed and I'm like, all right, like you got me messed up right now. But um, I'm trying to think some other ones. It's just funny when Coach Wright just like yells at you, to be honest, like it catch you off guard. And like to see him, like he kind of get older, he's kind of older. So like when you see him get in that like full fiery mode, I, it kind of made me laugh a little bit instead of like be more serious, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah,
3: you
2: no, know, I forget, we were up,
1: we were up, so about maybe like 15, like three minutes left, one of our early games last year, Now I just started starting last year, just started uh-huh. playing a lot, and we were like 15, and we were having a good game as a team, moving the ball, playing well, everybody had like 10, 15 points, or whatever, he kind of just went to a huddle for the four minute media, he just zoned in on me, he was like, you know, like, you better be ready to go, like, you've never done it at this level before, you know, da-da-da-da-da, obviously, you know, somebody, some some obscenity there, but, you know, just really going in on me, everybody's kind of just looking at me like, you know, you are like are going to respond, and I think it's one of those things. For me, it was like, okay, he's taking me seriously as a player now, so uh, whether it was crazy or whatever, I think that's just one of the moments that sticks out to me mm-hmm. in my career.
0: I don't have anything crazy from a game, but, like, my freshman year, I made this dumb play going on the rim, and I think I, you either blocked my shot um, at the rim, and he was like, Arch, this ain't the Chamonix, brother. And that was my high school, so um, that was funny coming in as a freshman, and just getting hearing something like that from Coach Wright.
3: You, uh you following your brother's footsteps, like what? What has that been like? What is making your own, making your own, making your own way here for yourself been like? And making your own uh, career for yourself been like here for you? Um,
0: no, it's been a great experience with these guys, and um, I've had the best time here. We've Accomplish a lot of things. Um, I always wanted to come here. It was a dream of mine to come play Villanova and being able to do that and put on the jersey and practice jersey every single day. It's really been a blessing. Um, I just love going through the grind with my team every day. Yeah. You-
1: hey, I mean, I know we're talking about, you know,
0: him making his own
1: legacy and everything like that, but, like, me and Arch played the same league in high school, so I know him very well. And, like, this guy, this guy was a player before he came. Like, I knew about him probably before I knew about his brother. Like, I knew about his brother from Villanova, but, like, going to league games, stuff like that, like, we knew who he was, and in high school, he had, like, what was it like two or three 50-point games in the state playoffs, like, stuff like two that. Two or three 50-point games? Yeah, like, back-to-back. Back. Damn. So, like, we knew who he was. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is Ryan Archie Akin's little brother. Like, uh-huh. you know, you see on the scout, you're like, oh, that's that's Chris Archie yeah, It's know. a bucket. Like, yeah, it's not, like, just some guy out there. So, I think it's funny how he handles himself and following his mother's footsteps, because, He's a great player in his own right, and I always knew that coming in. Everybody asked me, like, "Oh, like you know, you're going with Archie's little brother?" And it's like, "No, nah, like I'm going to Chris Archie." You know, so.
3: What uh, what is the off season like here at Villanova? Like, do you guys have your ex guys come back and play a bunch? Do you guys play basketball around the city? Like, what, what's it like around here?
2: Um, I say off season, we're kind of here for the most part, um, working out with the team, lifting and stuff, and then like pros would come back and play over gym with us, like pretty much every other day or so so we kind of spend like june july here for the most part just grinding
0: yeah same thing um it's a good thing that a bunch of our old guys like to come in and play with us it's definitely good experience playing against some of the old players who are in the nba now Um, they're really talented um and it definitely helps us uh, in the spring and summer
3: who's the hardest player to guard that comes back I mean, from my, my experience, Jalen Brunson spun me around in a circle yeah. in the final four. Oh, yeah. So that man. was. Yeah, no, definitely. He spun me around Jaylen. in a circle. I was so lost. He's the so just sk- like, what are you doing? How can you not guard that?
0: He's so skilled with the ball. So yeah. I'd, I'd go Jalen. Javon Payson. bucket Strong. there's Pascal's up there, too, because he'll just yeah, bully man. him. he get wild, though. <laughs> he start shooting
3: some wild shots. He, he uh, like, I checked into the game. Like, I hadn't in the final four, like, I hadn't played in the final four, like, at all. It was, like, seven minutes left. You guys had it, like, 23s, it felt like, at that point. And uh, I got crossed over and, like, spun around in a circle by Jalen Brunson. And then, what's his name? Pascal came down, and dunked the hell out of it. Like, he had gotten offensive rebound, and, like, I was boxing out somebody else, and, like, tried to go, like, help on him. Dunked the hell out of it. I was, like, there's no way. Like, this team is – that team was different. In 2018, mm-hmm. that team was different. They had a good team. So
2: many weapons. Like, you got to choose who you're going to... Hey, you low-key like... was
3: the coldest one on that team? Or not the coldest one, but, like, the hardest, like, matchups-wise was his Spellman. Like, Amari yeah, Spellman yeah. was... Yeah. And like, people forget about, like, he was shooting the hell out of that thing.
0: Mm. Athletic.
3: Yeah, for sure. And then you guys had Bridges and yeah. DiVincenzo, like... Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, so many guys. Four he NBA got 30
3: guys. that game, I think. Like, yeah. crazy experience. This is going to be a little bit different question. I saw this on online and I think it'd be fun. Bear with me. Zombie outbreak. Which one of your teammates are you guys taking with you to survive and why? Zombie outbreak. Just one? Just one teammate and that gives you the best chance to survive. I'd probably take just.
1: Just cause He just be chill Like And just Gets it done Like whatever Not his gonna business? Pay it. Not, not gonna pay it too much Not gonna worry too much I'm gonna listen Like not do anything stupid So <laughs> Yeah I'll probably take just. Mm. Yeah I'm
2: going Arch I'm going Arch
0: Good choice It's a good choice I'd be good Damn he, he said
2: not, I I
3: mean, You said him and then he
0: said, I, nah, like, I could
1: be a tough pick, I, a tough
2: pick. <laughs> I feel like Arch Not going full And like he's smart
0: Like I'm gonna fight Yeah like
2: he's not Going back down And he's one of the
0: smartest on the team, so he gonna know how to like strategize and stuff. I mean, I gotta double up and go with Justin. I was thinking about Caleb for a second, but can't,
3: can't do Caleb. <laughs> so I'm going with Justin.
2: <laughs> uh, Caleb would panic.
3: Yeah, he, he, <laughs> go <going laughs> crazy. Like, being a part of such like a storied program, you guys have some very passionate fans. Like, and I know it's different, but like, how is how is uh this year been different than the rest. Have you guys been able to like come closer as a team, come closer as a as, as a as a basketball program altogether? Like, what's what's it been like? I know you guys are, are looking to to finish out the rest of your season on a high note. Like, how uh, how have you guys come together through this season?
2: Um, I think we've come together a lot just because our fans are great. But you know, we're not winning all the time right now. So you know, the fans only up with you when you're up and winning and stuff. So We've been losing a lot, so they kind of been not with us as much. Um, Kind of upset and all that, so it just makes us come together even more and focus about each other.
3: Does I, a big win like last night really kind of affirm you guys? Like, hey, like we're like that. Like you guys, if you weren't with us, time to get with us. Like we're we're like that. you are I mean, gonna be dangerous coming into the Big East tournament.
2: Yeah, we 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 already knew that though. Like we knew we we're capable. We had the talent, just matter matter of putting it together. So we're not trying to prove like. You guys hop on board or whatever. Like, they gonna hop on board when they see us accomplishing things and stuff. So we're not really worried about that.
3: You guys have just like you're just starting to come in your own. I mean, you got you got Cam back, you got yourself back. Like, you guys are a, a great team who's just been going through some stuff. Like, it's it's not every year you have everything falling right. Falling right. You're gonna have to go through some stuff, and I think you guys have done a great job of of showing the nation that hey, we're still we're still here and we're still Villanova basketball. Yeah, like, I think, like, these guys early on just was carrying the
2: torch. You know what I mean? Like, I was out, like you said, Cam. Just going through struggles, but we never, like, back down or we never argue. We just stuck together. And I think that shows a lot about our character, how much we care about this program.
0: I think the program, we do a good job staying together and just always fight until the end. So, even when we weren't doing our best, we always gave it our best battle that specific night. But now that we're starting to get healthy and get some guys back, we're starting to turn those games into some wins.
3: What uh? What was your guys's welcome to college moment? I know I had them. I know, it happens for freshmen. But what was your college welcome to college moment?
1: For me, we played Marquette, and we were <laughs> up like <laughs> we were up like twenty five, maybe thirty, and it was like two minutes left, and the coach threw me. I didn't play a lot my sophomore year, so coach just threw me in there, and I was playing on uh, Theo John. I don't know if you know who he is, but he was like strong a strong uh, yeah, ass. <laughs> he's a big dude. Yeah, shot, shot blocker type dude. And like, you know, he just came in and right away, Wojanowski, uh, their coach, called like two, three straight isos for him. He just backed me on the rim and laid me up. And then I switched on to Garcia, Dawson Garcia. He's like trained for a couple of times. He's at Minnesota right now. But then he just iced me at the top. It was like four straight buckets.
2: And yeah, it was bad i say miles definitely Ohio State at Ohio State freshman year. Um,
3: who who was on that team? Who was on Ohio State's team that year? Carton. DJ Carton. DJ Carton. E.J. Liddell was there.
2: Luther. Caleb Dwayne Wesson. Washington,
1: I think. Mm-hmm. Luther.
2: Luther Muhammad. Wesson. Wesson. Good Kyle, team. Kyle Young. Nah, they had guys. They Good team. Kyle Young. Yeah. yeah, that was because, I mean, preseason, I think, like, I think we scrimmaged North Carolina. I had, like, 30 or something. And I'm like, yeah, like, it's sweet out here for real. Like, and then early in the season, played some r teams, but we was winning. So, and I was playing well. So, that was, like, one of those, like, and Coach kept getting on me, like, you're a freshman. They're going to go at you. You're not ready yet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm killing right now. So, I think Ohio State, the first two possessions, I got scored on right away. And then the crowd was rocking. And then we was, we got blown out but like, 30 or so that game like that woke me up for sure
0: yeah i think that game itself um same thing as justin said coming in as a freshman you think that it's gonna be nice and easy and then a team like that just blew us out right from the start it wasn't even close it was like 15 nothing to start the game i think we used like two timeouts right real early but nothing changed
3: i think like going to college from high school, like the speed of it. I mean, this is in my experience, like the speed of it was what like, like really shocked me. Like everything's going by a million miles an hour and feels like you can't catch up. Like, I think that's kind of been like a thing for, for freshmen all over the country. Like you look at them, I think Cam is an exception to that exception to that rule. Um, being as big as he is, as athletic, as athletic as he is, like that doesn't really happen a lot with freshmen. So I, I think for myself, it was always a, Everything's so much faster, so much stronger. Like these guys are so like you go from being the best player on your team in high school, right. the best player in your majority of the time, best player in your state yeah. to food chain flips upside down and now you're having to fight your way back up. Like talk about that, like the battle of, of getting to the top of the food chain again. Like what uh what did that take and how have you guys done that?
2: Yeah, it was it was a struggle because I mean, for me it wasn't the speed wasn't the issue for me Um, because I just kind of know how to pace myself and like go at my own pace. I'm not letting nobody speed me up. It was more like every possession is like hard as I don't know what. Like I'm used to maybe like go hard five possessions in high school then take like three possessions off because I'm just talented enough where I can get by. Mm -hmm. But like if you take one possession off, you get scored on, back cut, you give up some turnover or something. So I think it was like value in every possession for me which coach worked with me with that, um, just going hard every possession. Yeah, for me, I mean, I redshirted, so
1: it was a slow grind to try to figure out what to do. Obviously, the game was way faster. The players were way better. But, I mean, I felt like I could always score. That wasn't really the thing. I think it was just a mindset thing, you know, just taking things seriously. I couldn't figure out how to guard DHO for the first two months I was here. So we're doing open gym, and we're doing DHOs. It's like our main offense, DHOs, DHOs. I just can't guard it. I just don't know how to. Like, I'm too close to get back cut, too far to a three. Like, so the speed of things was, was difficult for me. But, I mean, just guarding, like, the best players in the country all the time. You got Colin, you got Justin, you have Sadiq. We had a lot of guys that I was getting killed by. On a pretty consistent base, and I think just after a while. You know, you get your butt kicked enough, you're going to want to figure out how to get it done. Mm-hmm. So, For yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, same thing. I was kind of in a similar position as Eric. I didn't play my freshman year, really. Um, So, in practice, just trying to get your confidence up and build your skills and habits and your defense throughout the year. And by the end of the year, you became confident again that you could be a good player at this level. So, it just took time.
3: In your guys' preseason, do you guys have, like, a a boot camp uh, conditioning week? Like, is there anything like that in your guys' preseason? Nah. I'm
2: glad we don't. Like, we don't do much, like, running, per se. Like, our running and conditioning is, like, Practice like mm-hmm. we get up and down a lot, and we mm-hmm. go so hard. So,
3: how long do you guys practices
2: usually go? Preseason, like two out of thirty, pushing three sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what's the, what,
3: so? Explain to people that might not know. Like, what's what's the main differences between an off season practice and an in season practice? Like, how like how much time do you guys do in season versus off season?
2: I mean, in season, is way much quicker. Like, we're trying to get in, and go <clears> as hard as we can for a low amount of time as possible because you got to take care of your body be able to play. So in season, we might go like hour 45, hour 30, like around there. But preseason, like you don't got no games or nothing. So we got to get better and we're building. So man, we might have some three hour practice, you, especially coach right early on. When I was a freshman, pushing three, three plus sometimes, like you in
3: there all day. Like you don't see the daylight. Six mm-hmm. days a week too. Yeah. That one off day though, what is what's your guys' favorite thing to do on off days? How do you guys recover and relock in for the for the week?
1: I sleep. I do a lot of sleeping, um, and then especially like younger, doing three and a half, four hour practices, like sleeping. And a lot of time for me, I go home. I live 25, 30 minutes away from campus, so just go home and reset. Like talk to my family and just chill.
0: I'll kind of do the same thing. I'm local. Um, just get off feet go see friends family do whatever i can on my off day uh definitely wake up late cuz it's one of those days where
2: like your alarm not gonna don't got to be set so i need to wake up late and then i'm probably just chilling play some video games like have some fun like re- like some downtime or whatever do get, you guys get, do- get some good food too like some Chick-fil-A or something. I need something to, like, <laughs> give me, like, back. Like, all right, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm back locked in.
3: Do you guys do, like, cold tub and all that stuff? I know they, like, had it, like, they would make us do it after practices and stuff. Do, do they do that with you guys? Yeah. That's, yeah. I hate the cold tub. Like, cold tub was crazy to me. Like, when, when I was a freshman, I mean, once you get older, you kind of, like, it becomes a necessity to a point. Like... Necessity
1: is a stretch. Stretch. <laughs> stretch.
3: Normatex? Normatex. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Night before we, game. Night before game. <laughs>
0: night before game. Yeah.
3: Whenever we got off the plane, they, like that was always our big thing. Is like, do the Norman get get all that inflammation out of your legs from flying. Like, yeah. I always felt like that made me feel like a new person going into games.
0: Yeah, it definitely helps, especially when we have to fly places.
3: How? F- what's What's your guys' farthest road trip? Creighton. How far is that? The flight three, two and a half, three. Three? It's not, not, bad. Bad. not even bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Do you guys uh have you guys taken your foreign trips?
0: No. COVID kinda wiped that all out.
3: Were you guys planned did you guys have one planned or was there one planned? I don't
0: know yet.
3: I haven't heard anything
0: yet. Clue don't
1: don't need one. You don't Um, you don't want record, don't need one. No, I like I mean, Spain. I'm home. Uh, so I enjoy being home. I like to go home on the weekends uh, homebody real homebody Yeah, I mean then here the Jersey's like an hour and a half away So, you know go down the shore relax, you know, it's enough. It's enough getting away from me <laughs> <laughs>
3: good works Who in your guys lives is the most important to you and why?
0: I'll start uh, I go with my dad just being like a good example of like how a man should be and how to grow up Um he always taught me to just come in try to be the hardest working guy, hardest playing guy on the floor, do whatever I can to be my best self. So I got to go with him.
2: Uh, I'd probably say my mom and my brother. Like, we real close. um, And, like, the bond we have with each other is just, like, we, we're so close with each other. We talk every day. Um, of course, we love each other so much. But I think we all just teach each other things, like, that we're going through in life. Where I'm out here, my mom's working, my brother's doing his thing in high school, preparing for college. So we all just go through different things in our life and then talk about it and just learn from each other. We have that tight bond that we just uh, learn from each other in every aspect.
1: Yeah, picking one person is hard for me, I'd say. i say my dad, my mom. My dad, my mom, my brother all teach me different things. Like my dad, being a man, comes off as an athlete, my mom, like, being a student, being a good person. Like, my brother is kind of just, like, my relief from, like, everything that's going on with me personally because he's 10. So mm-hmm. he's living in a totally different world. He's playing Fortnite, you know, working with multiplication and binomials, stuff like, that, like, factors and things that, you know, I don't care about anymore. So just, <laughs> like, if I have a bad game or I have a tough day or, you know, uh, weigh in, didn't go how I wanted to go on that day, he just, keeps my mind off of it. Like he's like, "Hey, look at this Battle Royale I just got. Look at this one I just got." Like, you know, he's just a great uh, change of pace for me.
3: For the transition between Coach Wright to Coach Neptune, how did you guys find out? Did that blindside you or what was what was that scenario like? Definitely
2: blindside. Um, I think I was asleep, woke up, and I see like rumors on Twitter and like everyone coming into the into our rooms and stuff, talking about, like, you see was on Twitter or whatever. I wasn't really believing it, and then once they said we're having a meeting, whatever time it was, I'm like, oh, like, uh, this for real. So, I mean, it definitely caught me off guard, and, of course, I was upset at first, just how it went down. I feel like he should have told us beforehand before it got leaked out, but things happened, and I see why he decided to retire, and he did what's best for him, so I can't be mad at that. Yeah, same
0: for me. I'm not on Twitter. And then we normally don't have meetings at like eight or nine at night. And uh, our Dobo said that we had a meeting. So that's when it really set in that Coach Wright was retiring. But uh, NAP's definitely been a good replacement. And he's going to help lead the program um, to a good spot in the future.
1: For sure. Yeah, woke up from a NAP to a bunch of Twitters and phone calls. Felt like anybody knew before I did. Um, I actually woke up my first twelve so I was – Makail tweeted, he was like, "Congratulations at Kyle Neptune." I was like, "Huh? huh? <laughs> interesting, very interesting." But there's always rumors about Coach Wright retiring, so I was like, "Oh, so whatever." Another all the coaches day. at the
3: top of the game, there's always going to be rumors. Like, yeah. I feel like that was like part of like, like part of our lives. It's just like almost the like anxi- anxiety of it all. Like, you don't know if, like what's going on with your coach. You don't know what's going on with 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 other things around college basketball. Like, does that anxiety like weigh on you guys? Is that like a part of it or what do you guys think I think during it or like you'd always hear the rumors about coach right to like the Sixers
0: <clears> or the Knicks um he did a good job at just telling us right away he's like I'm not doing anything like that um but I think with his retirement I think somehow it got leaked before he was able to tell us um I don't know I think he just told us when it was true or when it wasn't so I wasn't really worried
3: what uh What's one thing people don't know about playing high major Division one basketball? Something the casual college basketball fan does not know. Um, uh, Probably
1: just, like, the attention to detail. Like, the daily grind of, like, knowing sets, knowing which way they're going, knowing when they like to shoot, knowing how they rebound, who goes to rebound, who doesn't go to rebound how fast they play, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think little things like that that you wouldn't even think about. Like if the guy drove right and shot a floater, was that a win for you defensively or not? You know, if you made a step back, like maybe the defense wouldn't even take that shot. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think just the little nuances of the game like that, I think people probably overlook.
2: Um, I think just like the how much time we really put into everything. Like I think everybody just think it's all peaches and cream. Like it's easy. Um, and we still got regular lives we're dealing with. we regular people. We got classes we got to go to. We're putting all this work in, basketball, film. So, like, I feel like we're working overtime for sure. And then people don't understand how much we, we really put into this stuff. So, I think other people just taking a step back and realizing, like, what we're doing
0: is, like, special. I think it's like like Justin was saying. It's, it's like a job. And people don't understand that. And just... Um, Another thing is every possession of the game matters. Like people always get mad or react to how the end of the game might happen with like a buzzer beater or something. But if you made a play earlier in the game and didn't give up a a bucket, that just totally changes how the game would be by the end. So how important every single possession of the game is.
3: For sure. I mean, I think people don't, like they see you for the two hours that the game's on and they see that and they don't see everything that comes before that. And I think that's something that weighs on college athletes, the, the amount of, how much it means to you. Like, people questioning how much it means to you. Like, this is our, our, this is your guys' lives. Like, this is what you work every day for. Yeah. Top three NBA players of all time. Kobe, one.
2: No question. Kobe, MJ, Bron. That's my top three.
3: I like that one a lot. In order? Yeah,
2: in order.
3: I like that a lot.
1: I'll go yeah. LeBron... Mike Cope. I LeBron is the greatest player. I mean he's the greatest human specimen that ever stepped the basketball court.
0: I go Mike LeBron. I was questioning Kobe, but wow, nah, we'll put Kobe in there. I was thinking was about was
3: Kareem, like, nah, I wasn't,
0: uh, I was thinking I about like, Dominic. I was thinking Shaq for a second, and then I was thinking Steph. I love Steph Curry, so Steph,
3: yeah, just dude, he's changed best the game. Best shooter. Like,
0: <clears throat> I almost put him in there, but I'm gonna go with the same list as them.
3: Have you guys seen how the game, the game's changed and Steph, like, yeah. took, over, or took over and showed the younger generation, like, what can happen on the basketball court? Like, how talk about that difference and how it's either a three or a dunk like that's what the league is playing to these days.
2: Yeah, I mean, you see elementary school kids trying to pull up from deep airballing and stuff. <laughs> like um he's definitely changed the game with the three-point shot and celebrations and stuff and the excitement to the game. Um it, I think it's great for basketball.
0: I think with him specifically, he's not like the biggest most athletic guy, but he's definitely one of the most skilled guys and that's what makes him one of the best players in the league.
1: I mean, <clears throat> for me, uh, I played, I played big man my whole life. So, even, like, from fifth and sixth grade, like, always posting up. Like, I at the middle school. They were like, you have to be able to shoot the three. Like, you can't not be able to shoot the three. Like, seventh grade, I was a foul line, elbow, assassin. But then, like, high school, you know, like, you got to step out a little bit further and start shooting the three. So, I think from a big man perspective, that's probably how he changed it for me.
3: Even being from, like, a big guy, like... Guarding other bigs, like I feel like every big you have you guard nowadays, is pop. Like majority of them are popping and shooting threes. Like that's become a part of the game. That's you're not used to seeing as big guys that really stretch it. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean I don't know. Some guys though, you know, when they step out to shoot a three. I'll take it.
3: Who's some, who's somebody in the in the Big East that you're like ah oh, that's a big guy you can't let him shoot threes. Ah, uh, can't let him shoot threes. <laughs> um, I mean Big
1: East is filled with good guys uh, a lot of skilled guys I think our conference is is unique in that way from a good perspective there's a lot of physical skilled forwards guys that you just can't let shoot a three I mean Nunji's a good shooter is a good shooter you, know, uh, you say can't let him can't, shoot a three you can't, can't let, let him let shoot him. a three
3: you know centers it's centers I mean, even like foreman like I was, like last year like with Manic like
1: North oh, yeah.
2: Carolina, like those guys are like, like,
1: not center. I don't know. His is cash. His shot
3: was cash. So cash. I think, you, I think with North Carolina, like they're missing that part of their team this year because people don't realize how much that four man shooting affected everything. Yeah. Like it allows another guy to be in the paint if your four man isn't yep. shooting it like that. So with you guys, you guys have always been prolific with free throw shooting. Last year, you guys set the record. For highest free throw percentage throughout a season. Like what what goes into that? Are you guys working on that extra in practice, or is that just something that is expected when you guys go out there?
2: Yeah, we work on that in practice for sure. Um, a lot of free throws on our own and then in practice throughout changing different drills and stuff. We work on it in the end of practice. And I think it's just the mindset the coach talks us about is like not worrying about if you miss or make it. Like if you miss it or so what, we'll come back and get a stop. So I think that takes a lot of pressure off our guys to just go out there and shoot your shot.
0: Yeah, you said it perfectly.
1: Yeah, I'm seconding, Justin.
3: All right. Rapid fire at the end. Um, 20 seconds to answer them all. We're gonna get started. Hold
1: on, how are we doing it? Like
3: I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with Arch in- I'm doing 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you and then we'll go to you. Okay. And go to you. Is it all different questions? No, all the same. Mm I mean, you guys feel feel free to jump in and refute his answer at the end, too. Best piece of advice you've ever received? Be the
0: hardest playing guy on the floor. Uh, God is
2: my protector, I
3: fear no one.
1: You can be outplayed, but you can't be outworked.
3: That's really good. I like those two. Went Went on a travel trip, what's something that you will never forget?
0: Just being with the guys, having dinner.
3: Um... The locker room vibes.
1: Went to the DR. Couldn't use the water. Had to use bottled water. For <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Favorite thing about Villanova outside of basketball? Mm. Outside of basketball? Um, just just hanging out with the guys. It's real guys guy. Yeah.
0: The community aspect, I think. Being close to home. Mm.
1: It's really not rapid fire over there. The fact,
2: like... Ah, the for the sure. family base like the community like everyone's together
3: for sure for sure that's
0: probably
2: 25 <laughs> Not <rapid fire>.
3: <laughs> favorite restaurant
0: Ooh, del frescos
3: great call
1: yo rapid fire uh-huh.
3: wow <laughs> aisle or window seat on a plane aisle aisle window big fellows aisle yeah make sure space. For sure. In 20 years, what will you guys be doing? Museum curator. Uh, 20
2: years. Maybe like a finance job. I don't know. Something around the game, but like raising my kids, you know what I mean? they yeah, <laughs> <man, laughs> straight like,
3: yeah. Most likely uh, on your team to become president? Arch. Arch. President Arch? Yeah. All right, that— that's it for the 22nd rapid fire. Final question. What's your why and what motivates you?
0: Just knowing um, that all the work you've put in throughout your life um, just motivates me to reach my goals or at the end of my career, whatever the goal is. Um, just I think I want to play professionally somewhere. Just knowing all the work that I put in just keeps pushing me forward. Um, I, I mean, I love this game
2: for one. And then... I think, like I say, God has a plan, so I feel like he put me on this earth to display my talents. Um, he gave me some gifts that everyone has, so I feel like it's my purpose to display it to my fullest ability and see what happens from there. Yeah, uh, my why is definitely my family. I just
1: feel like everything that they've put into me throughout their lives, it's only right that I go out every single day and take the full advantage of it. Like, I wouldn't be here without them, wouldn't be on the court, wouldn't be walking around without their support and love. So, for me, definitely my is my
0: family.
3: Awesome. I appreciate you guys coming on. It was, it was awesome getting to know you guys and uh, hopefully giving your fans a little insight into what Villanova basketball is all about.
0: Thanks for having us. Appreciate you guys. Thanks.
3: Next up.